0: Welcome to Mind Love Premium, episode 81. Today's episode is all
1: about the lost tradition of Divine Mother healing. You are not just the body. You are the consciousness around the body and the consciousness in the room. And as we soften through these heavy blocks, they start to break up and expand. Some of these blocks have to be addressed specifically, like I'll address the different levels of a person's system, I'll say at the emotional level, because you are in charge of your whole physical and vibrational field. Once you start noticing energy, you've realized you've been feeling it all along.
0: If you're new to Mind Love, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. And here's your personal reminder to tap that little subscribe button. That way you'll get reminders to give your mind a little love when new episodes release. And if you love the show, consider leaving a five-star review. These help me entice all the amazing guests that you hear on the show. How do you visualize the divine? What words do you use? God, the universe, absolute consciousness, Does the way you think about it change your connection to it? I grew up in the Christian faith and not just attending on Sundays, we were very involved in the church. So like five days a week with youth group, choir, leadership, then my parents hosted a care group slash Bible study at their house. Yeah, it was a whole ecosystem. But for me, there was always something missing and there were more questions than there were answers. Like, why did the God of the Bible blatantly murder so many people in the Old Testament? Why was he self-proclaimed jealous and vengeful? Why could people back then just talk to God and have him dictate entire books for them, but now, supposedly not so much? So, I sort of threw it all to the wind and started over. I eventually found a different understanding of God, one that made more sense to me. I stopped seeing him as a man on a cloud and started seeing God as all that is, the intelligent energy that makes up absolutely everything. This felt more real to me, like something I could connect with. But there was still something missing. I felt like I needed to know how we had gotten here. Why were the understandings of God so different? So in the last few years, I started going back through the Bible with a new perspective, as well as through the works of researchers of all ancient texts. What I found was that 1,700 years ago is when this sort of split happened, hundreds of years after the death of Christ. When the Romans took over, they needed to add historical legitimacy to their reign and then they murdered anyone who refused to follow their new religion, including all of the original Christians and Jesus' true followers. During this time, there were records of mass printing of Bibles. There's a record of texts being removed. There's earlier records of many of the Bible parables originating from other cultures and other faiths. There's also record of Jesus teaching Gnosticism, or the understanding that we are all aspects of the divine, and our job here is to remember and realize that divinity within ourselves. From this understanding, the Holy Trinity makes a lot more sense to me. It's the unity of Jesus, God, and the energy that makes up all of it. But the difference in the belief that I grew up with, and what I believe now, is that that unity is accessible to us, too and that Jesus was trying to show us that. Additionally, in Jesus' time, and really since our earliest records, we see that God wasn't just this masculine force. There was also a divine feminine or divine mother that was the equal balance of feminine energy. I have a bunch of books that I can recommend for people that want to go deeper into the history of this that I'll mention at the end of this episode. Well, what I discovered through research... Our guest, Connie Hubner discovered through her own connection to spirit. She spent 13 years seeking a direct connection to God. Through the depths of consciousness and meditation, she connected with Jesus and the ascended masters, and finally, after 13 years, she had a direct experience with Divine Mother, the feminine force of creation, and the female aspect of God. And for the past 20 years, Connie has honed, refined, and taught the vibrational healing tools that were introduced to her through Divine Mother. So today we're going to learn those tools. Three key things we will learn are how to draw awareness to your energy blockages, how to summon Divine Energy, and a specific exercise for connecting to Spirit and Divine Mother. Premium members are also going to get access to a special Mind Love Divine Mother Healing meditation. So log into your Members Nook for direct access to that. And if this is your first time giving your mind a little love, I have a few goodies for you. First, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And second, sign up for the Morning Mind Love. Think of it like a weekday oracle from your highest self to help you start each day with a positive focus. Plus, you'll get two gifts absolutely free, a 30-minute binaural meditation, and 30 days of journaling prompts to help you remember who you truly are. So join over 9,000 people and go to mindlove.com to sign up or text the word morning to 33777. And now let's welcome Connie Hubner to the show. Thank you so much. Wonderful to be here. So tell us a little about yourself and what led to what sounds like your awakening.
1: Yes. Yes, definitely it was. I started an own, my own internal search. What happened was when I was about 18, I decided that if God existed, God was going to have to prove itself to me that I wasn't going to continue, you know, going to church services and praying and you know doing all the, the things that I had been raised to do in my family because I I didn't have any experience of God. God, I didn't know what it was or I should say what he was at the time I believed I mean, you know I was been told it was a he. So, I just had a sort of formal parting of the ways. I said, God, if you exist, show it to me. Prove yourself to me. But until then I'm going to just ignore you and act as if you don't exist. So I was about 18 when that happened. And I went on to, um, you know, go on to college and just lead. um, I actually had a really great life in college. But the last year I was there, one day I was lying on a field on a beautiful blue sky day. And I was looking up into the heavens. And I had studied astronomy, so I knew there were constellations out there and galaxies and so on, but I couldn't see them because the sun was out. So I thought, I'm going to look for them anyway. And I kind of projected my attention out into this vast blue sky. And the next thing I knew, I was, all I can say is, one with everything. I was just I was not only one with the objects, but I was one with the space around me and between me and the objects. And I don't really know how long it lasted. I just know that when I stood up and um, realized, oh, I'm I'm here, and I guess I'll walk back to my dorm, that uh, I was different, that I had just had an experience that I didn't know at the time, but it completely changed my perspective. And as I sat with it, for the, over the next few days, I realized, like, wow, I am i just experienced being everything. So, and everything includes God. And, and, and then I got really worried. I thought, oh, no, I'm not going to tell anybody about this because that's, that's too much. But I was experiencing that presence, that divine presence, that wholeness. Um, I've heard it called many things, pure being, the big S self that source of life. And in the physics terms, you could call it the quantum field, that field that holds the potential for everything. And yet it's unexpressed. So actually, that was a huge life-changing experience. And I kind of kept it secret for a while, because I I didn't know how to describe it. But then I started describing it to my friends and so on. And many of them thought I was either on a drug or I needed to go see a psychiatrist. And I knew that this was neither of those. So I just continued to search for someone else who was having the experience. And I eventually was guided to meditation because my friends would say, well, what you're experiencing is what people expect or often want to achieve through meditation. So I started to meditate. I learned how to meditate and it answered so many questions for me. The, the type of meditation I learned was transcendental meditation. I eventually met the founder, Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. And I definitely, he was experiencing this oneness, this unity. And I learned a tremendous amount by by hearing him speak. He introduced me to the ancient knowledge of the, the Ved, um, which is the, uh, it's, it predates Hinduism, but it's the knowledge of life. And I was really fulfilled in what I was learning. I did not, however, want to give up Christianity, which was my my spiritual birth um, path. But um, so I started seeking. You know, well, was Jesus? Did Jesus have this oneness experience? Was he awakened? And I'm certainly convinced that he was and is. So that satisfied me. Anyway, I went on, and I, I, for many years, I taught meditation. And then at a certain time, I wanted to have a relationship with the divine. The meditation experience is about experiencing that source, that wholeness, that I basically accidentally, I could say, experienced it that day I was looking up into the sky. Um, but meditation will also is designed to give people that experience. But it, it, I wanted more. I wanted to talk to God. I wanted some questions answered. So I went on an internal search where I called it Jesus and, and other great teachers talked about the kingdom of heaven being within. Well, the kingdom of heaven to me was like, okay, you get you get to talk to God. You, sh- you get to um, uncover knowledge. You get to compare ideas. So I started my search for the kingdom of heaven at this time now I had a child and every day that my daughter was taking a nap I would go in and you know just basically soften within myself and say okay show me show me the kingdom of heaven where are these divine beings where are the angels where's the where's where's god or jesus or whoever <laughs> resides there at first nothing happened it, in fact, after a while, it got a little boring. I was just like, sitting in this kind of dark nothingness. And one day, however, I saw a little sparkle of light. And finally, there was something in my field of perception. And I started to look at that sparkle of light. And sure enough, the light started to display itself to me. It started to break into a lot of different shapes. It started to rise up in a wave. It became a soft glow. There are many, many things that light can do. That the light was now showing me, and I was fascinated by it. And it was just, and I just watched it. And what I noticed that as I watched the light, that I started to feel really good. Um, I started to get internally very happy and at peace. And so then. After that, every time I went into my, what I called my heaven research, where I was seeking this kingdom of heaven within, I would call on the light. And I would often say, divine light is here, it's filling me now. More light is filling me. And when I called on it, it came. And again, I would start feeling good. Problems and situations were, were dissolved, actually, or, or I, there were solutions that were being presented to me. So I developed what I called a a prayer tool, I now call it a healing tool, because truly it is, it's called the divine light tool. I actually, after that, developed a number of healing tools. And what I wasn't realizing was that I was healing myself, as I was filling myself with divine light or divine love, or divine truth, all of these were divine qualities, that I was actually shifting and changing um, old fears and pains within my own system that I had never addressed, and in some cases didn't even realize they were there. I continued to explore with these divine tools I was given, and I found that at times I needed to clear blocks. I could feel a heaviness in my heart, or I could feel a restriction and constriction in my throat. I was afraid to even say things that I wanted to say, things I believed were true, but I was hiding. So I started to clear myself of those things. I would say, go into the light. I have two powerful tools now that I use. One of them is go into the light, and I, of course, teach them to people. I've written a book about it. And break. I would break the heavy feeling, the heavy density, the pain, and all of this I was just doing by myself, with myself, in myself, I finally decided I, I should share it with somebody, and I told a few friends I told my my siblings, and they were amazed they had transformations as a result of my using these what I now call healing tools for them. They encouraged me to um, you know to offer them to more people which which i hesitantly did. I I didn't know how it was going to be received, but I put a little one-liner in a local weekly newspaper. I, I said, prayer assistance, and then my phone number. <laughs> I didn't know what else <laughs> to call it, but um, and I got some calls. I actually only got two calls, but those two people liked it so much that they told their friends, and pretty soon people were coming and asking me to use these what I now was calling, at first called prayer tools, and I now call the, the divine, divine, I call them divine mother healing tools now, but we'll get to divine mother in a minute. And uh, people were improving, their, their lives were improving, they felt happier, uh, the heavy pains and fears they were carrying were being dissolved.
0: But what's really cool about his show is you can even leave a voicemail or send an email and he'll address your topic or question about mental or emotional help on the show. So no matter what you're going through, The Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. Listen to The Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on the website. And now for another episode of Lies We've Been Told About Our Health. We've all heard we need eight glasses of water a day, right? The team behind Element includes experts in biochemistry and nutrition, so they really know what they're doing. And it's not just for everyday use either. Elite athletes and teams... risk free. If you don't like it, you'll get your money back. No questions asked. Receive a free Element sample pack with any order when you purchase through drinkelement.com/mindlove. That's drink l m n t.com/mindlove to get a free starter pack with any order.
1: So, next thing that happened was um I was sitting there one day. Oh, I started to write down these tools. In fact, as I would said before, I was just speaking them out, and I would say divine light is pouring into me now. More and more divine light is filling me now. Divine light is healing me now. Divine light is lifting me now. And I would have, you know, three or four paragraphs of what divine light was doing. And so when I would do this with other people. I would simply say divine light is filling you now. And often I would I would use their name. Divine light is filling Marie now. Divine light is filling Paul now, whoever I was with. And what I realized was I was truly activating light by saying these things about it. And so I started doing this work it's, um, with people and they were receiving benefits so the next big step that happened was um, one day I was just sitting because I was always having started with being with meditation I never have given up meditation I still do meditation and I was just sitting there in the quiet one day meditating and I perceived this huge wave of light coming up like a like a tidal wave of light it was just awe-inspiring and it was gorgeous it was golden and sparkly and I watched the wave this wave of light and it divided and then those two different waves divided into more and those divided themselves and then they started interacting with each other and building something building something with light with the energy of light and I as I watched I realized that it was building with vibration. That these were this was light vibration, and it was building and combining and building vibration. And I got the intense in like intuition that eventually these these waves of light, these vibrations of light, were becoming particles of light, and that those particles were actually then becoming atoms, and that matter was being created. So. In the midst of that, I said to the wave, I said, who are you? And immediately, um, internally, I, I heard, I am the Divine Mother. I am birthing the universe. And I was just awed by that. And I immediately decided, okay, I'm going to sign on with Divine Mother. I think, I think I've found the kingdom of heaven, <laughs> that I was looking for so long ago. And not only did I find it, I learned some tools along the way to purify my system so that I could perceive it, so that I could receive it, so that I could understand it, and so that I could actually experience more. So that's how I discovered the Divine Mother. And what I've been doing since then Is um, I call these tools Divine Mother healing tools because I realized that even from the beginning, that first sparkle of light that I perceived was intelligent, that it was wise, that it was teaching me, and that the Divine Mother had appeared as just a sparkle of light and had guided me. So I did, you know, sign on with Divine Mother, so to speak, and have been learning. Um, from her and and teaching, I teach classes about the Divine Mother and and basically God. For me, the God I was looking for is a woman. It's the Mother of the Universe, the div- and it's beautiful because the Divine Feminine is coming forth. And I do believe there's been an, an imbalance in our world between the masculine and feminine. I know I'm not the only one that has that says that. Um, And it's time for the divine feminine to come forth to bring, to come out of that imbalance and bring the knowledge and the wisdom that we need to bring our whole world back into balance. So that's kind of my story. (laughs) Wow, that's incredible. I'm curious, you said that you were
0: raised with a Christian background what yes. changed in your understanding through your experience from the beginning of that story until now from compared to what you were taught about religion or God, who he is
1: uh, growing up? I was given intellectual understandings and scriptures and things like that. And, you know, I, I just accepted them. I really didn't understand them, but I just accepted them. That's the way. That's the, the doctrine. That's the doctrine that I was taught. And yet it wasn't ever a living doctrine for me. It wasn't something that I was living and felt inside. It was more, you know, okay, this is what they say, and this is what we're supposed to do. And, you know, that's who they say Jesus is, and that's great, but all I can do is take their word for it. I don't have any direct experience of that. So so that's why I was... Asking for the direct experience, and what changed was, I realized that the that the divine, whether you call it mother, father, God, um, Jesus, or whatever you want to call it, is infinite and whole and everywhere. And I also realized, and I realize many people don't accept this, that that everything is God, that everything is divine. And Jesus happens to be the representative from from the culture that I was raised in, but there are beautiful expressions of God in the the other cultures and other spiritual traditions. You know, Buddha, Lord, uh, Lord Ram, the, and I did study the Eastern religions because I was so fascinated by the fact that they they believe that all is one, and that the divine is in everything. And that was my experience. And I at one time thought I might become a Buddhist or a Hindu, but I did not want to abandon the faith of my birth. I figured that if Christianity had made it thus far, even though it's gone through all kinds of um, changes and, and some terrible things have happened, to people in the name of God it, through the christian tradition the the abuse and the inquisition you know killing people and all of those kinds of things i decided but it lasted so there's got to be something lasting in it and so i started seeking i started reading the bible from a different perspective i started talking to so called authorities i i'm say so called because many of them I didn't feel had the experience they were just parroting the the dogma so I looked within myself I looked for Jesus within myself just like I had found divine mother within myself and I started receiving the divine knowledge from from within me whether it was Jesus or whether it was divine mother or whether it was from whether it was lord buddha they all express that we are we are one there's a statement i and my father are one well he called this oneness, the father. And when I, when people say to me, who is divine mother? My, my explanation is always divine mother is the the mother, part of the mother, father, God principle. It's both mother, father, God. And right now in our world, the mother principle, the divine feminine principle is so necessary because we've, We've had this dominance of the masculine focus and the hardness and often harshness of that focus. And it's become too much. It's gone overboard. And now the mother is coming back to balance this. And the qualities of the mother are nourishment, nurturing, love, tremendous creativity, birth, you know, the the. The creativity to birth a child, the creativity to birth a planet or even the universe. And we need that now. And so the mother is coming forth now to bring our divided world back together, essentially to bring her children back into harmony with one another. So I kind of went off course with your question specifically about Christianity, but. I value Christianity at its source. I've studied it. I've gone to um, to basically to France, where they have a study group of the divine mother in early Christianity, because I wanted to find out if the mother influence was in early Christianity and somehow got ignored or repressed. And I found that that was true, that the divine mother was Mm -hmm. right there, the the mother influence the the divine feminine was there from the beginning but when christianity became more codified organized that there were those who would who ignored that they, they turned mary magdalene into a prostitute and discredited the the divine feminine
0: i'm fascinated by all of this i was raised christian as well and i Followed a new path when I was older, and uh, for a while I was like, "Okay, there is no God," and then uh, later on I started seeking a broader spirituality. And recently, the last about a year ago, for some reason I was re intrigued by the religion I was raised with, and so I kind of went on a similar journey as you. I started reading books. I I didn't join a study group or anything, but there's a book called Jesus and the Lost Goddess, and, and uh, it talks about how, yeah, Divine Mother was a huge part of the religion a long time ago, and it was blatantly and purposefully... Suppressed, and a, and a lot of things were even the understanding of Jesus, who was studying from what I've uh, un, I understand something more along the lines of Gnosticism. and then when the Romans came and took over, they murdered anyone who didn't want to fall in line with the way they wanted to retell the story. <laughs> and so exactly, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I learned that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so I'm really so excited about this conversation because. I find that a lot of the people I talk to are either they believe what it says now or or none of it. There's not a whole lot mm-hmm. of in-between. And so uh, I love that we can have this conversation. And I'm curious, when you look at different biblical teachings that are coming up now a lot, one of them is like the book of Revelation, do you have a new perspective on That And the end times when you are saying that Divine Mother is coming to heal, whereas there's a lot of Christians that believe that there's not going to be really a healing that's about to be done. The Christians are going to be taken up and
1: and the earth is going to (laughs) end. Oh, um, yes. I mean, my take on that is we're coming into a new time. And we're experiencing the trials and tribulation of this, of a tremendous transformation. It's a transformation on every level, but particularly in, uh, I'm going to use the word consciousness, the way people perceive themselves in relation to the divine. And that this, these we're going into a a better time. Um, A new world is coming, and this new world is going to be And even starting to be dominated by love, which was the message of Jesus and which is the message of Divine Mother. It's the love vibration. And Jesus, you know, Jesus is, we're in the midst of what I would like to call the second coming. But the second coming is not necessarily in one person one human. It's in all of us. We are all here to lift us through this very transformative time where things are very intense. It's the end of the, in my verbiage, the age of ignorance, the age of pain and suffering. And it's a move into a new, a new age. I mean, call it the age of Aquarius, if you like. But it's a new time for humanity because we're just destroying ourselves this way. And nature continues to grow, continues to expand. So nature is not going to allow this seemingly destructive period to be the end. There is no end. Life is continuing to unfold and grow and become more. And we have tremendous challenges right now yes and they're they're group challenges for all of the human race and they're also individual challenges for how each of us are going to manage this world that is in tremendous flux tremendous transformation so that's my take on it um i don't believe that there's, there's you know, going to be some end and it's over. Life is never over. Life keeps recreating itself. So, um, so that's, and, and that's one of the reasons the divine feminine is here. Because the f- divine feminine is all about uh, creation, new birth, new life. And so that's what, I'm, what I believe and that's what I, I'm teaching in the classes and so on that I teach and, and not only that, I have a book called Divine Mother Healing, Vibrational Healing Tools for Your Body, Mind, and Spirit. We have to start clearing ourselves on the energy level. These are energy tools, just like the tools I had discovered, divine light, divine truth, divine grace, the go into the light, the break, break up. You're breaking up heavy, dense energy. And people are ignoring that energy is everywhere. I won't, won't say everyone, but many people who are stuck on the surface of life just in the material plane, they don't realize that all matter is made of energy. Even our physical bodies are made of energy. And if you can change the matter, you can change your physical body. You can change the, the way energy is flowing in your body and restore health. I've seen it happen n- numerous times in my work. And the same thing with relationships. When, when something isn't working in a relationship, there's because there's an energy block. And often it's because the heart is heavy, the heart is resistance, resistant, the mind is stuck on something. Energy Healing can change that. But the most beautiful thing about this, about the energy healing, is that once you clear these blocks, it connects you to your true self, this amazing divine self made in the image of God. I mean, we are made in the image of God, but we've been blocking or missing who, you know, the 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 divine nature has been lost because we have so many fears we have so many so much shame we have pain all of these things are create blocks in our system that then create illnesses that then create you know a very unhappy experiences and ultimately death but i don't believe just like just like jesus came to teach us i don't believe that death is the end we're actually celebrating Holy Week this week in the Christian tradition, and Jesus resurrected. I believe the human race is going to be resurrected, and that we don't have to die to do it. Or it's a symbolic death, and then you realize, oh, I didn't know who I am. I, ha- I do have this divine spark in me. I want to fan that flame. I mean, people are... Are beautiful, really, but we hide it. We're, I mean, there's a thing that I, in working with Divine Mother, she's constantly saying, You are a divine being in a physical form. And then she'll say, I'm reminding you that you are a divine being. And these tools are breaking through the crust and the chains that have been placed upon you. We've actually in my opinion been brainwashed into thinking we are less than whole that we ha- we are somehow limited and not well even in some aspects in the christian religion they'll lead you to believe that you're not as you're not good that, that you're you're less than divine we are divine i mean my experience is and what i've seen in many many other people is that we have this this god spark within us and as we cleanse the blocks to that, we become magnificent people. We, we get on our spiritual, I wanna say it's our spiritual path, but it's, our, it's truly our divine purpose. Your divine purpose can be, a, can be t- to be an engineer because you love it so much and it's helping people. Or it can be anything, but you'll know when you're on your purpose. Because it makes you joyful and happy and it expands you. So I talk a lot about purpose. Connecting to your divine purpose by clearing everything that tries to tell you something else or, or make you feel that you're less than whole, less than beautiful.
0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I really need to get something off my chest. Being a mom of a three-year-old boy is really freaking hard and sometimes it has me questioning my sanity. But then he'll grab my face and call me his sweet little mama. Yes, that's a real thing he says. (laughs) And it will all melt away until I break his banana. I thought I was done with emotionally abusive relationships, but nope. We all carry around stressors, big and small. And when we keep them all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. It's about learning healthy coping mechanisms, setting boundaries, becoming the best version of yourself. And BetterHelp makes it super convenient too. Everything's done online so you can fit therapy sessions around your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mindlove today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash mindlove. I'm constantly sharing with my clients to stop searching in life and instead So you talk about clearing our blocks and in your book you said that you had noticed that your heart had been constricted for a long time. That's how do right. how do people become clear on or identify their blocks? Do you need to identify specifically where they are? For example,
1: in the heart? And what are some of the indicators that that is where you hold a block? Well, first of all, one indicator that you're having blocks is that you're not happy. You're unhappy, you're depressed, You're afraid all the time. That's an indication that there are blocks in your system, that your life force is not being allowed to flow and expand. I see individual people and do the clearings for them, but I have a book, which is like a workbook, where people can do this for themselves. And the first thing that I do, and have people do in this book, is to connect to the divine, to connect to this infinite power of the in the universe. And we do that by calling upon names of God, names of the divine, great master teachers who you recognize as being awakened. So I begin by calling on many of the names of the divine mother because I I'm working with the mother energy, uh, the divine feminine energy and in every culture there's a Deity that symbolizes or represents the Divine Mother. So, of course, we have Mother Mary in the Christian tradition. Shakina in the Jewish. In the Islamic tradition, there's the Divine Fatima. In the Hindu tradition, they have numerous Mother Lakshmi, Saraswati, Durga, Kali, Kuan Yin and Tara from the Buddhist faith. Amaterasu from the Shinto faith. The Mother is alive and well in these spiritual traditions of the world. She just hasn't been completely understood and accepted. So I call upon the the Divine Mother by name, these many names, to get the energy lively. Once you get that energy lively, you can start to feel where it isn't lively, um, where there's stuck places in your system And like I said, if you're afraid in pain, if you have a negative attitude towards yourself or towards life, there's a block there because that is not the truth of who you are. So I'll start looking for the blocks and sometimes you can feel them. You'll feel a burden on your shoulders or a a constriction in your throat or a hardness in your heart. But it doesn't matter if you don't feel them you just start clearing them. And so I'll, I usually have people start by softening. Softening is a way to expand beyond the boundaries of your physical system. So we'll, I'll just do it for a minute. Begin by softening in your heart. And then soften in your throat. soften at the brow often called the third eye the brow the brow soften at the crown soften at the base of the spine the base of the body soften in your pelvic area Soften in the navel and solar plexus. And then soften in the heart. So we're softening in these points on the body. And as we soften, the boundaries become more diffuse. So we're softening in the heart, but not just the heart organ, the whole heart energy center. Soften there. And as you soften, the boundaries become more, as I said, um, diffuse, not as defined. Soften in your whole body. The body can be a boundary. And as you soften the body, you start your awareness starts to expand beyond the boundaries of the physical body into the larger you. So the softening is one of my energy tools that aligns you with the life force. This the powerful force of life that keeps everything in your life and in the universe growing, evolving progressing so soften in the space around your body you can do that soften in the the larger space of the room you're in You're capable of doing that because you are not just the body. You are the consciousness around the body and the consciousness in the room. And as we soften through these heavy blocks, they start to break up and expand. Some of these blocks have to be addressed specifically like i'll address the different levels of a person's system i'll say at the emotional level we're going to clear anything at the emotional level that is limiting the full power of that emotional level the pain for example we'll say to the pain go into the light. Go into the light. Go into the light. And the energy of the pain will go into the light. Because you are in charge of your whole physical and vibrational field. And when you say go into the light, it obeys. So one of the tools is to, that I have in the in this series of healing tools is to say go into the light to the places where you feel tight and tense go into the light soften there to relieve the tension and then say go go into the light go into the light and then another tool that is I use often is what I call the break command. If you notice that there's, this is very good for people with depression because they have a lot of density. There's a heaviness, um, a sort of, in many cases, a disinterest in life. And this isn't energy. Everything I'm talking about is energy. And you may not be used to thinking about energy, but it's time we did because energy is the basis of everything. And if you can change the energy, you can change any situation. So with the depression, you can say break, break, break. Break up that heavy, dense feeling, that fatigue, that numbness. Break, break, break and then send it into the light, go into the light, go, shatter, break, go into the light. You're sending it into the light because the light can transform that heavy density. The light can wake it up. So this is how this healing modality begins, by calling on the divine power. You can call upon your own divine self if you don't believe in a divine power or your true self. You don't have to use the names of the divinity expressions that I've just used. Many people are, don't, don't want to or they don't believe, they don't know who those are. So call on your own divine self. You don't even have to use the divine, my real self, my true self. And immediately, your body will start to wake up because that true self is now being called out, called up. And it's there. I call upon my true self. So you set yourself up to be in the position of strength by calling on your divine self. You can even call upon your life force. Life force. Is the energy that maintains this entire universe. So, so you call on the divine. Then you start using specific tools that I've designated in this book. And I even have a sequence which, which is recommended to use them. We start with the softening. Of, we actually, we start with the invocation. Then we start with the softening. Then I start pouring divine light into you. To lift your vibration. So I'll say, Divine light is pouring into you now. More and more divine light filling you, just like I said before when I was demonstrating what I had learned to do. And the light will start to lift your vibrational frequency. Every thought we have is a vibration. The negative thoughts are denser, heavy vibrations, like. I'm no good or I'm a bad person or I hate myself. Those are heavy thoughts. And the vibration of those thoughts, if they are thought over and over again, can harm your body. So the other thoughts like divine light is filling me now or divine love is healing me now, call in these vibrations And it starts to heal you. I'm sure people have had the experience of going into a room where people are angry and unhappy. You feel feel it in the room. There's there's some agitation. There's, There's negativity in the room. That's because of the negative thoughts and even words that people have been saying. And it's very different to walk into a room where people are happy and joyful, that that joy is infectious. It lights you up. That's energy that's doing that. It's energy in the in the room where everything is negative and heavy, and that energy is destructive. It hurts you. It causes people to do harmful things to each other. Whereas the light, joyful, loving vibration causes people to do kind, nice things to each other. So so just to wrap this up, um, once you start noticing ener- energy, you've realized you've been feeling it all along. And for me, when I was healing myself, I realized that I had, in many cases, I was afraid to speak my truth. I held back, and that by holding back, It actually, many times, by holding back, I would get a rash. I remember as a teenager, a rash breaking out on my chest because I was nervous about something. When you hold this life force back, it has physical effects on you. It's a known fact that happy people are more healthy. Joyful people have more energy. But it's unfortunate because there's so many reasons in our world to be unhappy, to be sad, to be angry, and we have to change that. My offering, really, is these vibrational tools. I do, I do classes several times a week. Many of them are free, where I invite people to come and experience this divine healing, this divine mother healing. But I'm now putting this book out it's called Divine Mother Healing, where you can learn how to do it yourself. It's, it's, a, it's a workbook. It's a manual. And all the energy tools are explained so that you understand what you're doing. And by the way, if, if somebody would like to try it for free, I have about 10 of these tools that I, that I give away on my website for free, divinemotheronline.net is the website and they can go to that and one of the menu items across the top is free and you can download these free energy tools. Try them out for yourself. I have a lot of recorded talks that are free that people can get. It's really important for people to realize that you can change your life just by changing the vibration, your energy And it's not that hard. It does take attention and commitment. Who wouldn't be committed to making a better life for themselves?
0: Thank you so much for all of the tools that you gave us just in this episode alone. I could seriously feel my energy shifting through the episode. If you could have seen me, I'm like sitting cross-legged on my computer chair with my eyes closed (laughs) most of this interview. So so thank you so much for... I I feel like I, I can go between messages and and we were raised in, with
1: similar beliefs and so this was just something I needed to hear today. So thank you for that. Wonderful. Thank you. Well I hope you'll get my book and check it out. I mean it's it'll be it's very self empowering. I mean that's that's the reason that I, I printed it. I I didn't want to hold anything back. I wanted to give everything I had discovered to every anybody who who would accept it, and uh, it can really be very life-changing for for anyone, really. And then I have the support on my website. If people have questions or you know whatever they get stuck, they don't understand something, we respond to your questions about these tools. So I really appreciate your having me on, and uh, it's been a joy. <laughs>
0: All the links for this episode will be at mindlove.com slash x81. Your challenge for this week is to bring your awareness, your focus, your intention to the divine. I mentioned in the beginning of this episode that the way I visualize God has changed the way I can connect to God. There's something that feels more real to me when I visualize God as being the divine matrix, the energy within all things, the energy in the space between rather than just thinking of anything as empty space. All of us, everything is made up of mostly empty space. Matter as we know it is not this solid structure like we think it is. It's actually mostly empty space. And so the difference is, do you think of yourself as empty space? Or is there some sort of intelligence, divinity, consciousness that runs through all things? Is that why that everything seems to work in such a perfect ecosystem? That's what I believe. Lately, I have been using moments of anxiety or emotional disturbance to reconnect with the divine. So rather than being like, okay, deep breaths, can these negative feelings go away? I just sit there and focus, almost like a mantra, on divine energy. Remembering that I'm not in this alone, divinity is all around me, God is all around me, God is within me, the universe, we're all made up of the same thing. And it's mostly divine energy, which is why we are all connected. It's how you can connect to something, someone, completely across the world. Maybe it's just the positive focus, or maybe it's that I actually am summoning the divine with my conscious awareness and my intention to bring that into my energy field. But it's really helping. So either bring your focus to the divine in those moments in between, when you're on a walk, when it comes to mind, or if you're a premium member, I've created a special divine mother meditation for you that summons all of the names that Connie brought up today to really envelop yourself in this feminine divine energy. You can access that right in your members nook. The URL is mindlove.com my account is where the login page is. For those of you who are not premium members, but would like to be, you get a whole backlog of over 60 exclusive premium episodes only available to premium members along with meditations and early release ad free and other bonuses. So that's at mindlove.com slash premium. Other ways to support are by leaving five-star reviews on Apple podcasts or on Spotify. And that's all for today. So thanks for giving your mind a little love today and I'll see you next time.